This is an interesting quote, um, which is what I thought was the most interesting part. Um, quote, in our multi-strategy portfolios, sharp ratio maximization is the priority. So our trend following signals are generally slower. However, in the Winton trend strategy, we are, we are aware that investors are seeking an investment that will perform differently to the rest of the portfolio, particularly long equity allocations. The speed of the trend following signals is therefore faster and faster still in stock indices. So I think that uh, it's, it's perfectly fine. I mean, I really, you know, everyone has to have their own ideas. I just think that uh, for me, <clears throat> I'm so small, have nothing to lose, uh, so I can have these crazy opinions and, and actually act on them. It's not like a risky thing for me. I would just resist that idea. I'm going to, uh, I'm, tr I'm managing my own money along with my clients. I'm trying to create the best, uh, the perfect portfolio, not the perfect portfolio hedge. And I don't care really what other people have in their portfolio or what they want me to give to them. I'm going to use my best judgment on what's best for me and my clients as if they have all of their money in my fund, which is pretty much what I do. And I'm not going to trade faster and faster based upon or slower and slower based upon anyone except the numbers, the back test and the math that I see. So I just think that's kind of interesting and funny. Uh, a very large firm, very successful and a very small firm like mine, um, I just f feel compelled to sort of draw a, a distinction between uh, how people can look at things a lot differently. Yeah, no, I mean, of course, I mean, uh, definitely with size comes different considerations, different pressures, different expectations from from clients. And I guess also, in a sense, of course, it is down to how do you sell? How do you sell your product? I mean, if you want to sell it as something that will do well in, in certain environments, then of course, you need to design it that way. And as you say, you want to have a system or a model that just do well, the, the best it can possibly be. And so you design it that way. We're the same way as you, I think, Jerry, I mean, we don't, you know, we don't um, have any anything other than what we believe is the best overall product, and I'm sure it's the same with you, Moritz. But 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 of course, we we live in a in a in a in a world with with many different uh, very well respected peers, and and we're all going to be a little bit different, which which is beautiful because then people can choose what what they want, uh, so to speak. Um, but you know, it's always good to have these uh, pieces out there from from thought leaders and, uh, and, and, and respected firms um, that, that makes a lot of our convers conversation <laughs> much more interesting uh, because we have things that we can comment on. So, um, so, so that's great. Came up uh, um, my side on Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday this week. Um, I caught up over the phone with, uh, with a, a very early investor in a, in a fund that I ran uh, many years ago um and he's a fan of ctas and and he likes to allocate to them because of their protective uh features during you know during equity bear markets if you will so we, we right. spoke and he's like you know uh none of that worked in october and i said well there you go it, it, it didn't work and he said not even winton <laughs> uh and that's you know winton has those beta caps i'm not saying they're they're good or bad i, I really don't i have my own opinion on that and but, you know, I, I leave that to investors to decide for themselves. But they have those beta caps um, or exposure caps, if you will, on long equity positions. 
exactly with the viewpoint of not being too long equities and therefore not losing that much when the markets turn around and giving investors an easier time. Um, mm. But, you know, it, it didn't really apparently matter that much in in October, you know, whether you're down 8% or 6 it's still um, it's still a loss. You know. It's still a loss, but I was just going to comment on that because I think Mark uh, uh, Rysensepski that uh, we also often, uh, you know, quote and I think we all follow and he he puts out some great stuff as well. And uh, um, But he was, uh, I think, tweeting uh, this week or last week that basically, you know, actually trend followers has performed some level of of protection, but not the way you would want it, meaning we've really made money while equities have gone down. But actually, you know, a lot of these strategies have gone down somewhat less than equities in October, uh, you know, at least for the indices, I guess. So, um, but, you, you, but you're right. I mean, it is obviously And it is true. I interesting. Mean, on on yeah. that October, um, it was just yesterday, yesterday evening, I, I reviewed some of the, the monthly performances and I was like taken aback and I was looking at the NASDAQ and the monthly performance of the NASDAQ was, I think, down almost 9%. And I looked at some of the other yeah. equity index markets and they're like between, between 7 negative to to negative nine and so that that's a large move right so coming back to the fireworks piece even on a monthly basis nine percent losses they uh they shouldn't happen that often uh no you know and and it you know i just you know reflecting back on october it didn't really feel that way i thought it was like oh well that was a minus five percent s p month or something like that yeah it, it was much more yeah, sometimes I'll see a headline uh, over the past you know years, and it'll say something like uh, <clears throat> "hedge funds get killed in in July," and you look it up, and they're down one point seven. You know, yeah. like really, <laughs> and it's uh, <laughs> a killer. Yeah, it's a killer. So, um, it and uh, I think that giving people this perfect portfolio is the direction in the future. And what is this perfect portfolio? And do not, and get away from the perfect portfolio hedge, uh, which mm. is a Mike Dever uh, headline, uh, <laughs> a title of an article he sent out last year, the perfect okay. portfolio hedge. And I wrote back, really? He goes, Oh yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have said that. It's the perfect portfolio. And I'm like, Yeah, let's let's go with that and improve for the future. And and if that means <clears throat> for legitimate reasons, more single stocks then fine. Um, another way we kind of mess it up is the leverage piece. Uh, I think I talked about this last week where, you know, all we need to do is beat an 8% return and a 50% drawdown and get, yeah. get more consistent. Maybe that would help not having long periods of underperformance of the, <clears throat> of our, of the S and P, but you know, uh, the leverage can kind of really mess us up where we have this diversification, we have these systems, none of us feel it's appropriate uh, to have a piece of a portfolio be long S&P only all the time. And yet we don't pick up the assets, we're not deemed the perfect portfolio, irrespective of continuing to say that we're a hedge, uh, because of multiple reasons, not enough stocks, not enough single stocks, too much leverage, too high a cost. Um, so I think that that's the goal for the future for CTAs. Uh, how could we justify not having the majority of the world's assets when it's we have systematic 
wonderful systematic trading that we've proven has worked and the most diversification possible uh, at our disposal. We may not use it. We may not use it properly. We may use too much leverage, et cetera. But we, we have in our uh, quiver more than anyone else. And yet we ourselves uh, talk about, uh, you know, a five to 10% allocation. So, it, yeah. yeah. No, that's true. And, and and again, and I love the fact that you you make that point often, uh, Jerry, is that, I mean, people forget, they don't think about equities being an 8% return, because it's been returning a lot more in the last 10 years. And they don't think about equities having 50% drawdowns, because they haven't seen a drawdown of any that kind of magnitude uh, for the last 10 years. So this recency bias we all have, uh, you know, uh, makes people perhaps, uh, you know, truly see uh, what these strategies uh, you know are in relation they they look at the negatives in recent years on the trend following side and all the positives of the equities um, but they forget that the long-term picture is 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 very different <laughs>